Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Numbers chapters 25 through 36, we're going to discuss that a little bit. Not as much in this passage that kind of excites me to talk about as the second section. Yeah, that second section was well, packed full packed of, full. Yeah. of just little fun kind of stories to mm-hmm. discuss and kind of roll around in your head to kind of think about it. But I think there's definitely some things that we can discuss in this section. Um, and given the amount of time that we're going to allot it, we're definitely not going to have enough time to get into everything, but let's kind of play around with sure. some of the ideas that we did get. Go ahead, right. what you got. Uh, the first one was chapter 27. We are confronted with Moses. And Moses, um, well, I'll just, I'll just read it. We're in chapter 27. I'm going to start with verse 12 and read a little bit into it. And the Lord said to Moses, go up into this mountain of Abarim and see the land that I have given to the people of Israel. When you have seen it, you also shall be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was, because you rebelled against my word in the wilderness of Zin when the congregation quarreled, failing to uphold me as holy as the waters before their eyes. These are the waters of Mirabah of Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Moses spoke to the Lord saying, and here's what I, want, I really wanted to kind of discuss with you. This is what Moses' prayer was. And, and before I even pray that, or before I read that, you start thinking, you know, if I were in Moses' position and God just told me this, mm-hmm. I'm going to take you up to this place, you're going to see the land that I have set apart for my people, and you're not going to get it mm-hmm. because of what you did. Right. And my first my first maybe gut reaction would be like, maybe this is that opportunity for me to, God, please forgive me. God, please give, mm-hmm. give, me, give me this to me. I know that I did wrong, but please, can I partake in this, right? You're, you're trying to get back what you've lost, although I've rightly lost it, right? I, mm-hmm. I don't deserve it. But now I feel like if it were me, I'd be like, Lord, please, please, please let me go. Please, please, please mm-hmm. let me go. And we get something different from Moses, and that's what I want to discuss with you today. And we, well, I think we discussed on the program previously, you asked, this seems like a light sin to keep him out of the promised land, and why didn't God let him in? Did we did we discuss that on this podcast, or was that another setting? Uh, but I can't remember right the now. The answer that I gave was Mo- Moses represents the law, and the law cannot get you into the promised land. So there's spiritual significance in this historic event that God says, no, you, you represent the law. You, you're the lawgiver. Law can't take you into the promised land. Who is the leader who is the answer to this prayer you're about to, to share? It's Joshua, right? the Hebrew name for the New Testament name Jesus. Yeah. Joshua is the one who could take them into the promised land. Jesus. Joshua means salvation. The Lord saves. He's the one who can bring you in. The God alone in his salvation brings you in. So I, just a little right caveat there that I think is very important for people to know. It so. is, it's funny that you say that because you know Moses spoke to the Lord saying, you know, he, he listen mm-hmm. to what he says. Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, appoint a man. Over the congregation, who shall go out before them and come in before them, who shall lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be as sheep that have no shepherd. Moses, instead of praying, Lord, please let me do this. You've raised, you've raised me up for this. You've, you've brought me all the way here. I've, I've, tr- I've tried to do all this so much for you. Mm-hmm. Eighty years now, mm-hmm. eighty years, he's been doing this, and instead. He prays, Lord, raise up a good leader for them, one yeah. so that they're not going to be alone. He's praying for his people. And the immediate fulfillment of that prayer was the young man Joshua, mm-hmm. young meaning younger than Moses, um, but the ultimate fulfillment of that prayer. And, That's and right. it's fascinating. to. Re- I was listening to you read that prayer, 
and I had Jesus in mind, and he fit right. it 100%. Yeah, and even prior, even prior to it, you were talking about Joshua and Jesus, Joshua yeah. and Jesus, and, I'm, and like the, as Moses is praying for this, it's kind of like that now, not yet. Right. There's these, this idea in the in a lot of prophecies in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, there's this idea of now fulfillment, but also not yet fulfillment. Future fulfillment. Greater Future fulfillment. fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So in the now, they're getting Joshua to fulfill this. Well, he is the one that Moses is praying for. We're all for. getting Jesus. And the ne- the not yet, the the future and the perfect fulfillment is going to be in Jesus, who will lead his people in, will take them out, and will make sure that they are not like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And isn't that wonderful? You think about the Lord Jesus, Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, where it says he looked out upon the crowds, mm-hmm. you know, and he he felt compassion for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And then he says, I am, John chapter 10, I am the good shepherd. And he talks about how my sheep might know, know my voice. Yeah. It's just beautiful to see this whole theme running through all the scriptures. And in theology, we have a term in Old Testament when you have a, a character or figure that that is kind of a pre, a shadowy, pre-foreshadowing is the word I'm looking for, of, of the Messiah, Jesus. We call it a type. A type. And so Joshua was a type of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Very good. And, and and also like a word for leaders too. Like mm-hmm. the leaders should, maybe it's good. We should take this right out of the book of Moses here or the playbook of Moses to say Moses's heart was more so on his people, the people that he was serving, that he was leading mm-hmm. and less so on himself. That's good. So for you leaders out there, this kind of servant minded leadership that Moses was praying, was demonstrating here. And of course, Jesus displayed perfectly Right. And that he was willing to lay down his life for his the people. The ultimate leader. The ultimate leader. We need to be, as leaders, taking that same idea. We're putting our people first and willing to serve them and, and look out for their best rather than our own best. Good. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. The music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.